Joga Benito, Nogamit, Yalpal, Kualon Kafa, Bola Sepak. Whatever you call it, football is the world game. And 32 nations are descending on Russia in search of the ultimate prize. Argentina, Brazil, Germany, England. These are countries that have held the World Cup aloft. But this show isn't about those countries. This show is about the dark horses, the long shots, the battlers with a fistful of hope and a heart full of pride. This is Metallica, colon, minnows versus the world. Colon, roundabout to Russia. Hello and welcome back to Medallica, colon, Minos versus the world, colon, roundabout to Russia. It's been at least nine hours since I've seen you <laughs> and your idiot head. <laughs> welcome back, back Rick. Back at you, you piece of garbage. <laughs> so, welcome to our preview show of the Australia v Denmark yep. World Cup group match. Mm-hmm. Let's dive straight into it. Let's. It's a fucking war zone for us. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Do or die. Socceroos lose. World Cup is over. Last person out, turn the lights off. Isn't that super, super cruel as well? It's like... Game two. D- d- yeah, <laughs> game two, do or die. I would argue, though, that game one was do or die. All of it's do or die for us. I felt like once we got robbed in the first game, we're up against it mentally. Oh, yeah. I think it's very difficult to come back from. And also, oh. the um, so the Peru-Denmark game... Which we really needed to be a draw, yep. but Denmark got up, so that's yep. why it's a it's a must win. They're yep. on three points. France are on three points. We're on donuts. <laughs> Interesting that you talk about the mental side of things because I saw a hyperlink to another article while I was researching some stuff today, and the quote was the toughest loss we've had in years. Says the Socceroos, not a good way to go into the next game. <laughs> Toughest loss we've had since the last four year ago World Cup. <laughs> Every four years the heart breaks. So, um, Denmark v Peru. Yep. It was a draw until, uh, obviously Denmark scored pretty late in the piece, but Peru had a spot kick. Uh, they had a kick to, uh, to level it up. You don't in soccer miss those. You don't. It's, it's like, a, that's you, bread and butter. It's, it's expected that it will go in. It's, it is. It is Pane e Buro, where, <laughs> where, where, where this per, uh, Peruvian dude was from, but he literally skied it. He, he said he, it, he, dro- he, said he it out of the stadium. <laughs> he drop punted it. There's a kid up in the nosebleeds who was like, I'll never touch a soccer ball, and he copped one of the face. He, he was Tony Lockett, two feet in front of the goal, <laughs> running into an <laughs> open sticks. Yeah. Bang. Just skied it. Drilling a guy in a lab coat. Yeah. Anyway, so let's have a quick look at how Denmark has got to this point. Okay. The answer is pretty easily. They have been fairly formidable in the lead-in. Monstrous, right? So they've won, I think, including that Peru game that just happened, they've won the last 16 games. Oh, yeah. It's pretty It's pretty close. Or, 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 or maybe they haven't won it, but they've been undefeated in 16 games, which I think in football includes draws. Yeah. It, it, they, it go, you've got to go a long way back to find, to find a loss. Uh, so I did, obviously. Uh, we're looking at the 12th of October, 2016. Yikes. <laughs> that is a long, long winning streak. It's now making sense why when we first started this show, we were like, Denmark is 10th in the world. Yeah. But when you don't lose, that's kind of what is that's expected. That's what happens. Uh, but in good news for Australia, when they did lose, 18 months ago. It was to Australia? It was to Montenegro. Worse than Australia. Yes. yes. There is hope. There is. Also, in that time, uh, they have managed to get up over 
uh, the great nation of Kazakhstan twice. <laughs> Obviously, storied football history. <laughs> uh, they've drawn with Romania. They have beaten Armenia. Oh, they had a bullshit group. <laughs> what are these nations? Um, <laughs> they, they've drawn with Sweden. They drew with Ireland. They beat Panama. They drew with Chile. They beat Mexico, which, okay. as we found All out, right. means vis-a-vis they beat Germany. <laughs> they are three goals to the good <laughs> against the defending champs. That's how logic works. That's it. That's how you apply it. Um, so, looking at it, from what I've read, which is very little... I, I, I get that. Yeah. The Danish side are effectively almost Ronaldo-esque in their reliance on one bloke. Yes. Christian Eriksen. That's him. Yeah. Their, their Rolls Royce to which they tow their Razor scooters behind, <laughs> attached by string. He is an 80 million pound midfielder in the EPL, which is just such obnoxious cash. Yeah. He, uh, so he is playing for Tottenham, I think I saw in, in the research. Probably. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for for because when I looked at some of the other players, they were all playing in like, you know, the, Copenhagen. Da- the, the Danish yeah, league and exactly. shit. And I'm just like, this dude must be the truth, <laughs> the way and the life. <laughs> so, there's an article that I was uh, I was reading, which is just headlined as are all journalistic pieces these days. Australia's clash with Denmark has Group C ramifications, but the Danes have a secret weapon. Watch me click on it 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> Read it, and basically it's about how... Basically it's just clickbait, it's, and it's 100 gifts in your face. <laughs> it, Hot singles in your area. It's amazing that they're all so close to me. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Anyway, so there is the assistant coach of Denmark, John Dahl Thomason who used to... Even you can't screw that up. Yeah, I know. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, He used to play under Aussie Burt back in the early 2000s at Dutch club Feyenoord. 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 Yep. Okay. It's, what are you, a Danish-knowing guy? That is Dutch. Fuck. <laughs> you sting. Uh, Even I know regular, like everyday football stuff. I also did say Dutch yeah. two words before you that. You sure did. God you damn dumb it. fuck. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> I'm certainly editing I'm putting this you to out. Right. No, you're not. You're <laughs> putting you to rights. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> anyway, so he's playing under Aussie Burt at some Japanese club, and <laughs> and uh, he basically has come out and said. I know the trainer, I know the coach. He wouldn't change his game plan, not at all, not ever. <laughs> what a weird throwdown to someone that coached you 18 years ago to say, yeah, there's no way that you as a professional soccer coach have a plan B. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have not changed in 18 years. And to be fair... Isn't that weird when someone tells you that after such a long period of time? Especially one where you've had... Gra- I, I had someone uh, see me recently at, at a City Swans game, and uh, I had not seen this, this girl since uni, and she was like, you have not changed at all. And I'm like, thanks? Like, you knew me... Lisa? You knew you knew, <laughs> you knew me when I was a 19-year-old bag of shit. Yeah. Are you telling me now I'm simply just a 30-year-old bag of shit? Well, truth hurts, doesn't it? Oh, damn it. <laughs> so, 
Anyway, this guy then goes on to, uh, to talk about how uh, the Aussies have been training on the defensive part of their game. Uh, they don't give spaces away or not much and then proceeds to basically say that the Danes require space in order to play their game to give it to their one guy who scores goals, <laughs> Christian Eriksen. Yeah. All I'm taking away from this is that the Danes, the nicest people on the planet, are incapable of proper smack talk because <laughs> this is kind of like someone who comes up to you in a, uh, in a club and starts going, mm, those are pleasant dance moves. Is that the finest that you could do with those feet? Because they look good. Good luck to you and yours in the coming business year. And walks away. You go, that wasn't insulting. It was real weird, though. Real weird. Who is that guy? You knock over his beer and he buys, <laughs> buys you, you one. another one. Who, good luck who was to that? you on your future endeavors. Who was that man in all dressed in grey with blonde hair? Oh, it was a Danish man. So... We've had a had a quick look at uh, the Danish team. We have. <laughs> it's way harder to do nicknames than the French. It really is. Mostly because all of them have uh, standard Scandinavian names, apart from a few. And they're all names that have been appropriated by other English-speaking nations on Ex- Earth. Exactly. So you're like, oh. Yeah. There's there's not that much to do with Andreas Christensen. It's like, yeah. L- right. Lucky for us, the entire team looks like the kids from the Village of the Damned, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks like a fucking racial purity rally, this team. <laughs> Mate, there, there are elements of the Third Reich that were frothing <laughs> over that team photo. <laughs> the, the, the back row legitimately looks like uh, they're in black and white, and you go... <laughs> Oh, no, that's just real blonde. They're super, super blonde <laughs> up the back. Speaking of starting at the back, uh, we've got the the big mitts of Casper Schmeichel. I was, I, I think that we could both uh, land on this one together. Do you want to start it? Casper the friendly Malfoy. Yep. <laughs> I was going to go with uh, Chaz, obviously, because yep. Chaz, Chaz Schmeichel, Schmeichel is goalkeeping. <laughs> That is so good. I've also because his his dad is uh, is Peter Schmeichel, who was, oh of course Rig. No, but he was a like people who know football. So everyone besides me knows that <laughs> this, this 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 dude is like goalkeeping royalty. Like I looked it up, he's, he he won like goalkeeper of the year, which is the most redundant award ever. But like world goalkeeper of the year, like twice in a row in consecutive years. It's consecutive. That is a new word. Consecutive years it is. It's consecutive and successive. Awesome. Together. Consecutive. Put it in there, Oxford English Dictionary. <laughs> It'll go right next to Frateur. <laughs> sure. Man who aggressively <laughs> masturbates on public transport. But since Pete Schmeichel was such a unit, I'm also calling Casper Schmeichel, just purely based on psychological warfare, the subpar sequel. Oh. <laughs> yes, run at me, Casper. <laughs> See how friendly you are then. I love it. Uh, we have number seven, William Kvist, who has uh, unfortunately punctured a lung in the game against uh, against Peru. Who knew that actual injuries could happen in this game? Yeah, everybody else must have gone, oh, I feel real bad for going down when I got tapped on the toe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that guy's busted a lung. <laughs> Lucas Hernandez is laughing, going, what an idiot. What a fucking troll. <laughs> uh, so I'm going with William Kvist, a.k.a. Chubby Checker. Explain it to me. Do the fist. Everybody, do the fist. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. 
Does your shoulder hurt from the long bow you just pulled? Oh, oh my god. No, it hurts from was... holding this show up though. Oh, <laughs> oh, brutal. I thought you were going to be like Chris from a rose or something like that. <laughs> See, the, there we the, go. The Chris of death. Seal it is. But he actually received the fist of death on himself. His yeah. World Cup is over. Yeah, he's a, he's not in a good way. Yeah. Who else we got? We've got... Uh, <laughs> I do not know how to say this dude's name. Simon oh, Kier. Uh, <laughs> it's K-J-A-E-R. I've called him the jumbler. <laughs> <laughs> he's it's- legit the Sunday Herald. <laughs> games part of the newspaper <laughs> with that grid with all the letters around it. Yeah. He, uh, I think it's pronounced care, but... Fine. What the fuck would you listen to me? I don't um, care. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have number 11, Martin Braithwaite, which is obviously Daryl. Yeah. We'll just run with horses. I was actually going to call him the pony because his brother Daryl is the horse. He's the horse. <laughs> uh, we have... Who else? We have uh, Jens, or Jens, I don't know how to pronounce it, Stryger. Jens Stryger Larson, a.k.a. A- a- the protester. A.k.a. <laughs> a- sit-in. Love it. I went with the teacher. The t- <laughs> nice. Did, due, to, due to his last name and the commonly uttered phrase in classrooms, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> listen up, kids. Number eight, Tom Delaney. Or Four Leaf Clover, the Irish <laughs> refugee. I've called him Delaney the Daney. <laughs> I've got I've got uh, Yannick Vestergaard, aka the Overcoat. Yes, nice. Uh, we also have uh, Lassie Shown or Trouble at the Old Mill. <laughs> <laughs> So, the funny thing about uh, Lassa Schoener is... Uh, Not Lassie Show. No, this is the way I'm going for it. Lassa Schoener, it's all about interpretation. If you translate it directly into German, it means leave lovely. <laughs> maybe that's what the... Maybe <laughs> that that's is... what the Danes said at immigration politely <laughs> told his German ancestors <laughs> because they are polite so people. So polite. So, <laughs> so gentle. I'm calling him AKA the deported. <laughs> That is so good. But my, my favourite... The, the Oscar-winning film, The Deported. <laughs> the, de- the Deported. <laughs> I, my favourite one has to be Peony Sisto. I've called him the Phantom Menace because he dead set sounds like a Star Wars character. <laughs> I've gone with Chop Suey after Sisto over down. <laughs> oh, uh, up forward, Nikolai Jorgensen, the Tsar. <laughs> Love it. Oh, we have uh, Frederick Rono or Scooby. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Yusuf Paulson, the integrator. Oh, yes. (laughs) Big time. I think think that's about as far as I got. It's really hard with this team. Yeah. There's there's a cut. There's some some long bows. I think we might leave them. Yeah. (laughs) All righty. But it's 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 tough because uh, we we had a couple of uh, we we almost went through the whole whole of the Australian team last time. But poor that poor bastard Josh Risden, aka Riz Vegas, yes, unfortunately bringing down Antoine inside job Greetsman. Greetsman. 
Yeah, uh, with, he'll, with he'll one, be, with one of the softer touches. He'll be down on himself after that bullshit penalty. Actually, it was Hernandez that uh, that took the dive. Greece was it actually? Yeah, yeah big time. No. Yeah, and uh, and oh, because uh, because Griezmann uh, took the kick, took the kick, but he didn't but, get brought down. Uh, but Hernandez, aka the Frenchman, oh. was was the one who went down like uh, all of his limbs had just turned to water. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a torso in midair. Literally Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable. <laughs> just glass bones. Oh, you glass need fucks. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> now. Yes. There's a storied reason or list of reasons that, that Australians hate the Danes. Sure. Hard to hate, but there are reasons. Certainly are. Hear us out. First one. This one. This is one that I'm still angry about. They don't honour deals, okay? Oh. They do not honour deals. They can be polite, but they do not honour deals. Back in 2010, we struck a deal with Denmark. They said they would take 6,100 tonnes of hexachlorobenzene off us. Yeah, and we were massively overstocked on hexachloric benzene, and we were passing the savings on to them. Exactly, and you know with a name like that, that, that it's super good and safe. Yeah, <laughs> it's stuff that you definitely need and that children should be around. Absolutely. Anyway, it's a super dangerous waste product <laughs> that is harmful to animals and humans and everything that lives. <laughs> but then Greenpeace protested about it and Denmark backed out of the deal. We had a fucking deal, Denmark. You said you'd take out dangerous garbage. What are we meant to do? Keep it here. We obviously have no space. <laughs> you fucking dicks. God damn it. You Danish bastards, now we've got to go bury it under Homebush like the rest of our toxic waste and then get kids to go play sport on it. <laughs> Why does this grass have tentacles? <laughs> Shut up. Keep rolling and stretching. <laughs> All right. Another reason to hate Denmark. Yep. Bats. They value them over people. Okay. Here's the thing in Denmark. If a bat comes and lives in your house, you have to move out. What? I am serious. What? Bats are protected by weird Danish law, and if they come to your house, you are fucked. <laughs> you better get the fuck out. They are like the ultimate teenage squatters. <laughs> they rock up. You can't get rid of them. If you touch them, you get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> the bat is a landlord coming back from holiday. Yeah, big time. <laughs> I'm giving you no notice, but you need to leave. That doesn't seem fair. Fuck you. Get out. <laughs> Fuck you. Now let me sleep upside down. <laughs> yeah, there's all of these examples of people who've had to move out of their homes That's that insane. they own That's because fuck. bats own them now. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Bats. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> this, I am the captain now. <laughs> so heavy from the bats. Yeah, big time. And you know how much both of us personally hate bats. Um, so, another reason. They're holding one of our own hostage. So in 2002, a uh, bit, bit of a heavy one, actually. Probably too heavy for this show, but I'm going to go through it. Um, in 2002, a Tasmanian woman was cruelly taken hostage by a rich and powerful Danish man. Yeah, this uh, is, I'm in, glad that you brought this to yeah, the public's attention. In 2004, after suffering through an obvious case of Stockholm Syndrome, mm. Copenhagen Syndrome. It's fine, it's close enough. She was forced to marry him. Ugh, now she's a princess tragic. against her will. As a country, we don't play that shit. Blink twice if you need help, Mary. <laughs> we'll get an Aussie <laughs> Liam Neeson to go and take you back. Oh, and he will rescue her by just bludgeoning people with fire extinguishers. <laughs> the Danes, mind you, I don't think have an army. So that could oh, be easy. They do. Prince Fred Frederick, as soon as Aussie Liam Neeson takes Mary back, release the bats. 
All these Danes are like, we got our houses back. (laughs) The army is the best. More wars. It's just Danes pegging fruit at us as we leave and the bats just descending on us. No, Danes would never throw anything. They just stand there and look at us and be like, we pay very high taxes because our welfare benefits are so good. <laughs> you intimidated yet? You want to quit? You want to retreat? Look at this overcoat. costs $9,000. <laughs> that's a chul- that, That's Why like- would I throw this fruit? <laughs> it's 50 bucks. That is the Draco Malfoy of children talking to us there. This blonde AF. Yep. Lars Christensen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Andre Anderson. Um, <laughs> All right, so also, their fans are fucking mental. You think that all Danes are really polite? Then you see them in a sporting setting. We have a couple of different examples of this, and here's two. 2007, they're locked in a three-all draw against Sweden in a uh, UEFA Champions League match. (laughs) Sweden gets awarded a free kick. A Danish bloke jumps the fence and just starts wailing on the ref. (laughs) Which, like, in Australia, we love our sport. Oh, and we're wow. very passionate supporters. But we all know, if you jump the fence, it's only because you're going to get butt nude, yeah. <laughs> run across the field, <laughs> and in a Benny Hill sketch, try and evade the security. Oh, man. You don't run up to the ump and punch him in the head. <laughs> he, uh... That 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 is the, the Viking blood has obviously started to boil. Oh, he's it's had, lucky he's had beer, one too many glasses of gumble dance. It's 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 lucky that beer costs so much in that country. Oh, they, they can't get rowdy. Yeah, you got to get a mortgage just to go to the pub. <laughs> so after this, uh, after this guy assaults the ref, UEFA come out and go, yeah, it's a three nil win to Sweden, and the Danes are like, what the fuck? Oh. Come on, like, yeah, it was bad, but that's super fucked. And then they go, also, your next three games have to be played at least 250 kilometers from Copenhagen. (laughs) Brutal. Now, now let me explain how big Denmark is. (laughs) (laughs) Not very is the answer. (laughs) 250 Ks is a limit of a few cities which are all weird Scandinavian (laughs) coastal shit towns. Really cold, people eating fish, <laughs> like on pickled the street, fish. pickled fish. The only reason people go everything to these towns... Is, everything is fermented there. <laughs> ...to write their great crime novels, <laughs> which are basically in Denmark called biographies. Yeah. <laughs> All eating hearty breakfasts of halibut and sour cream <laughs> for the day ahead. You haven't lived until you've had an entire meal, which is just fish egg, and whatever the fuck that cabbage-looking thing is. <laughs> but we know it's fermented. It's definitely fermented. Um, so the other one is one that we've spoken about in the past, which is all-time. Yeah. It is the <laughs> the infamous rat throwers. Yeah. <laughs> which effectively... Was it 2010? Yeah. <laughs> a, a, sure. Sometime in the last decade, there was a, a Danish soccer match. It was a derby. And in Copenhagen. <laughs> in the local Danish league. And the fans at one point of the game were unhappy with some of the calls. Or maybe they were happy. Fuck it. This whole thing was definitely premeditated <laughs> and started pegging rats. Dead rats. Onto the field. Exactly. So that it's, it wasn't like a promotion in the stadium. It's dead rat day. 
pick up your dead that, rat at the door. That is something. Don't they tell all, America that there's such a thing as dead rat day. They all, Chicago White Sox. They all rock up. Bring all with your a dead sack rats. Full of rats. If they did that at Yankee Stadium, oh. no baseball would be able to be played. Yeah, you just see the subways have stopped because people are rat foraging on the subway. It'll rail. literally be like 300. The rats will blot out the sun. <laughs> <laughs> just raining on the field. It, it does hark back to that uh, instance at the SCG where someone smuggled a pig in yeah. and had painted four and written plugger on it yeah, and yeah, then yeah. let it loose. And you go, that is fucking impressive. And Because funny. you have smuggled a pig in and it was a simpler time, it was a better time. Yeah. But I just imagine it's like people pretending to be pregnant. It's just a guy <laughs> with a pig under his tea, just being like, yeah, you got any drinks? No. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, go on. What's that sound? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're all good here. I can't... In, in you go. Yeah, I, I'm i really surprised about that dead rat thing. That is probably the worst thing I've heard since that time that someone threw a banana at one of the... Uh, one of the African players in the in in the EPL that was really intense. That and ha- then, and, but the dead rat thing just beggars belief because that had to have been coordinated. Yeah, someone you- got on a Facebook chat with twenty other dudes and was like, "Get the word out, we bring in dead rats." Yeah, yeah. Grab your rodents. We pegging them at the thirteen minute mark. It's just bizarre. I'm people like- people do that though. To um, when it's uh, on the inverse of that, it's like oh, to pay tribute to someone. It's like. A minute's applause at the four-minute mark of the fourth quarter or something. Yeah. This is, is this had to have been coordinated because either someone, he, he who cast the first rat be without sin, <laughs> but someone's pegged a rat and then it's like everybody's gone, oh, fuck, these rats in my pockets that I forgot about. Or there is a group of a thousand people who all b- brought either live or dead rats in and then decided to punt them onto the field. It's just like, it, it, like, was it a regular item that day? You're leaving the house? Uh, spectacles, testicles, wallet, what? Oh, I forgot my dead I forgot rat. forgot my rat. Sorry, honey. Just walks back into the house, <laughs> grabs it off the fucking side table. The only thing I'd say is that rats are not exactly domestic pets. Like, it's not something where people have gone, all right. This ain't Harry Potter. Everyone kill your dogs. Let's peg them on the field. Yeah. It's like, all right, you got to go find these fucking things. Like, yeah. they hide. Yeah, They're yeah, not yeah. there going... Hey guys, here you go. Just roast us up. Their whole lives of living in fear of being killed and pegged onto a soccer pitch. Like that's their ultimate fear. Those are the stories they're handing down to their children. Big time. The oral tradition of rat history. Your uncle was killed and thrown at a Copenhagen player. <laughs> the great rodent trebuchet of 2010. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag never forget yeah, it- when the rats are on Insta. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's the four. Um, so, I guess finally we should probably get a prediction for this match. We should, and there's only one way to do that. And there's only one person we can turn to. Cue the music. Crack, crack on the clairvoyant. Hey. Hey. Um. So I was just thinking, if we're going to uh, move into a, a bigger place, maybe we could get a dog. Oh. 
Cool. All right. So I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, it's. Look, I'm just. I'm really sort of in the zone with this at the moment. So if you could just listen. Um, I'm thinking of two different dogs that we might get. Um, I'm thinking either we get a Great Dane or we get an Australian Shepherd, which is like a big cattle dog. What? Yeah. They're, they're, the, they're the two dogs. So you get to choose which of those you would prefer us to have as a lifelong companion. So am I, is this what? Okay, so so just pick one of those dogs. No. Okay, you have to pick one of those dogs, otherwise I'm buying them both right now. Because I don't want a dog. Okay, that's that's fair, but we'll discuss that at, at another time. But if you if you say that you aren't picking either dog, then I will buy both dogs today, and we will have them in our apartment. Okay, so so pick your favourite dog. What? Which which were the two dogs? Great Dane. Yeah. An Australian Shepherd. I don't know. I don't know what an Australian Shepherd is. Okay, well, just pick. <laughs> okay, I'll go for the Great Dane. Okay, and I'm also thinking that as far as um, age goes, that we could uh, get it as a a pup or as a one year old, a two year old. How how old is the oldest that you think that we could get uh, a Great Dane? Nine. Get a senior dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It has. It has to. I have an issue with dogs that are that elderly because I feel like they may have already uh, developed their own personality and won't be as easy to train. So, if you could, I, I think under <laughs> under four, um, four four at uh, four or under, um, somewhere from between four. And a pup. Well, I guess it has to be a four-year-old. Okay, and what's the youngest that <laughs> that we could get it? Three. <laughs> well, I see that we're getting quite an old dog, regardless. <laughs> Thanks, Crackle. Bye. <laughs> nine. I thought, she, I thought she was hyper. Fucking nine. I thought she was hyperventilating when you got to get a dog, and it flashed before my eyes. Dog puppy gate. It's <laughs> happening again. Nine. It's happening again to you. Oh my god. It's and, happening. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Australia's going to beat Den- no Denmark's going to beat Australia, Australia four three. <laughs> No one has, no game has had more than six goals this tournament. Well, there's always a first, <laughs> and it's going to be this one. Yep, with the incredibly defensive <laughs> play of the Australians. <laughs> yeah, they're going to go off and, like a frog in a sock. And, the, and I'm going to have a nine-year-old Great Dane. And the Danes, aka, we need space to play. By the way, give us space and wait. There's no space. <laughs> oh God! All right, seven goals. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to recap, uh, by the time you listen to this, uh, Russia will have already played Egypt. Our prediction there is that Russia are going to win 2-0, from memory. Um, and now we have 
Denmark, Denmark to beat Australia 4-3. <laughs> oh, dear. We really got to f- find better ways to phrase this to her so she doesn't get f- <laughs> like She's tipped called, off. Call me back right now. I think it's like, if you buy a dog, you are dead. Anyway. I think that that's pretty much all we've got time for. Uh, we will be bringing you a rap show straight after um, the Australia v Denmark game, which wraps up at about midnight. Which, if you heard our post show Thursday, <laughs> if you heard our per- post show uh, on the weekend, you'll know that we were super lit. Yep, absolutely. And uh, you can expect more of the same. <laughs> um, we'll also be live tweeting during the match uh, and in the lead up at Gus and Rig on Twitter. Uh, is where you will find all of our all of our live tweets as we go about it. Yep. And uh, also follow us on Instagram at Gus and Rig. It's the exact same. It's super delish. That 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 sort of <laughs> that sort of streamlined approach that we've taken. And also make sure to check us out Medallica on Facebook. Absolutely. And click subscribe if you haven't. Look forward to talking to you guys after the four three win to Denmark. <laughs> Cheers, guys. 